Hello, hello. Hi. Hey guys, welcome to Too Legit to QT with me, Koya. Today I am so excited because I am with the director and cast of The Big Bend, director Brett Wagner, who's to my, let's see, we gotta make sure we get it right. We're saying my <laughs> screen. I didn't even, um, so just for those of you listening, Jason brought up a very, um, valid point, which is our the mirroring of my hands is a little bit different than what I'm doing. So Brett is to my right um, and Virginia and is below me and Jason who played Corey and Melanie Price. So welcome to the show, everybody. Hi. Everybody to be here. Great to meet you. So Brett, you could have placed these two families anywhere. <laughs> what was your inspiration for placing these two families in the Big Ben? Yeah, why didn't I place them down the street from where I live? And <laughs> I mean, the movie would have been so much easier to shoot. Um, you know, honestly, it started with the desert. It started with a trip that I made. I've been there a few times, actually, with uh, my producer, Aaron Brown. Um, but one time in particular, my family and Aaron's family got together for a, just a vacation. We hadn't been together as families in a few years. And uh, we just had this really interesting, very positive, but, but sort of surreal week out there in the desert um, where a lot of small little bizarre things happened, just took root in my head and felt like they needed to be captured in film. And so I, I got home and you know, I, had, I was living in LA at the time and I had a, another movie that, that almost came together and the financing fell apart. And I said, you know, I'm just gonna write something really small and easy that we can shoot down uh, while we're all staying at, at Aaron's uh, house out in the desert. It was gonna be so easy, just a little character piece. And uh, um, that, that, that is not what I wrote. Um, I wrote something with, you know, uh, nine major characters and numerous animals and in locations that are at the end of extremely long, bumpy dirt roads that tend to wash out in flash floods unpredictably and just created all of this um, uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. But uh, as much as it was a challenge for the filmmaking, uh, it was a challenge for these families, right? And 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 the, the experience of being in the desert for these regular people who are all going through the regular sort of middle of life uh, stresses and anxieties that start to turn up when you become parents, when you have a family, you know, when you're not in your 20s anymore, things are a little different. Um, and uh, somehow all of that takes on more of a cosmic feeling uh, when you put it out there in this beautiful, but very stark and desolate location. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I do have to say that, I mean, there were actually tons of other cast members like the snake and frog. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually more than nine people. I was like, what is going on? And I mean, I'm not a lover of reptiles, but I guess you get that. In <laughs> Clearly, because that's a toad, Corey. That's a toad. Not a oh, toad. a toad. Okay, look, I, I have a rattlesnake. I just, I, I put them all together. They're the reptile. Yes. <laughs> I'm scared of them. <laughs> but um, so 
Um, Virginia and Jason, you play The Prices. Um, Virginia, you play Melanie Price. And Jason, you play um, Corey Price. And you both, um, like Brett said, you're both dealing with your own internal and external struggles, which are pretty heavy. Um, taking on that content is not always easy as artists, we know, like holding the weight for those characters. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanna first speak with you, Virginia, your character is dealing with a diagnosis that a lot of women deal with and that we really don't talk about. Um, how were you able to really like sink yourself into that role? And like, what was your process for just coming from an authentic place? Um. Well, I mean, it starts with the writing. Mm -hmm. Brett gave us a wealth of um, text to start with. Um, and so much of my work was done for me by um, what he what he dreamed up and the story that he created. Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, you are, I like the, the what you said about um, she's holding weight. Mm -hmm. I think Melanie has the weight of the world when we meet her um, and uh, is having to deal with it very privately right. and she's very isolated. Um, and I think I didn't know before we got to the location, but when we showed up in Interlingua, Texas on the border in the middle of nowhere, I think a lot of my job again was done for me because there's something um, simultaneously menacing and terrifying and like really comforting about being in a landscape like that. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you stand in front of an ocean and you feel grateful and also so small and insignificant. And I, I think, mm -hmm. um, I think just being in that place helped me to feel the weight of what my character mm -hmm. was holding. Also, um, I was six months pregnant in real life. Stop it! Really? Yeah. Okay. With so twins. Like, twins. With twins. So, so what? kudos to six months pregnant with twins. Can we if, just say that? Girl, if all men. You watch Case. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he, Brett Wagner took such immense care of me and was so brave because when he made me that offer, he didn't know what I was literally carrying inside of me. And the fact that I gave him that news and he still chose to have me be a part of telling the story was huge. So mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, this movie is always going to be very precious to me because mm -hmm. I literally had two lives inside of me and you know all the hormones and lovely things that women deal with <laughs> right i mean some of the moments with your children were just so precious i think you were sitting in the bed with one of your daughters and just even the way that you held her i was like oh that's that's very authentic and right. i mean it definitely probably served you immensely because so many women deal with reproductive issues. I have, I had no idea, I'm 32, and all of my friends are like coming out and they're like, I can't get pregnant or I'm having yeah. issues, I have fibromyalgia. My yes. co-host, um, she has, has been very open about PCOS. And so mm -hmm. I really love, Brett, that you decided to shine light on that because a lot of women, even today, I literally met a lady at the nail shop who 
had, um, she had cysts, she had to get them removed. And she started taking matcha powder. And then literally she had like an 18 month old and one cooking. And she was like, people just don't talk about this. It's like, mm. nobody talks about miscarriages. Nobody talks about any anything. Fibromyalgia, PCOS, um, rheumatoid arthritis you even brought that up <laughs> like these are these these are these things that people are dealing with and i really love that brett that you decided to talk about it and then i loved how you decided to display your character virginia um in a very truthful way it was nothing was forced nothing was pushed and it probably was because you had life <laughs> inside of you so I, I think it's all of the above i think that you can't hope, help but feel vulnerable and authentic when you're six months pregnant in a bathing suit covered in mud in the middle of the Rio Grande River. Like well, my deal was the mud. I said, of course they're. Of course they're this is like this is like the this. In all honesty, like the magic of indie filmmaking and yes. the the resourcefulness. Like hmm. that scene was scripted to be something else. That the world, fate, energy was like that scene is not going to happen. And so the pivot and the discovery of Brett and our amazing art department, they yeah. came up with that solution. And that scene yeah. is so great. And similar to yeah. Virginia's pregnancy, like not only is Brett saying like, okay, I mean, the thing that's inherent in Brett's writing and his, I would say his worldview, if you look at his other films, especially is like, it's about like humanity, life, we're all just trying to get by. And even though we love all kinds of genre movies, like in this case, we have two families dealing with two sets of things. This couple loves each other. They're trying to handle one diagnosis privately, respectfully while they process it, but it still puts burden on both of them in different ways. Mm -hmm. And then, sorry, then showing up with Virginia on set where, you know, <clears throat> I'm so glad that you're talking about all this too, because I agree with you. Like we don't talk about it anywhere near enough in this country. And we all know the challenges that are happening in this country about reproductive mm. rights. And we just okay. need to be like, let's, let's demystify it. And let's just talk yes. about it. But mm -hmm. I love that with Virginia, you know, there is a mystery within the film also, which you can interpret, I feel a number of ways of what's mm -hmm. actually happening with her. And you have to decide for yourself at the end what that is like is there a secret child in there is there what else is happening i'm happy you said that because i was just like i had a lot of questions and i was like wait what that i i thought they were going to get answered at the end and i was like wait what yeah but what's so great about brett wagner he like he can write something um, there could be such there can be something grim and something bleak and something suspenseful but then I, I, Brett, I firmly believe that you, you believe in unicorns. I mean, there's like a wonder. <laughs> I really do. Like there's a set, the fact I believe in unicorns. that you embrace magic and wonder yes. in and such a stark, real place is really special and specific. But also in real life, like while we're on this, like seriously, like kudos and serious hats off to your wife, Catherine, who is there with your two daughters who play our daughters, who are so interesting individually and as a team, but to like <laughs> uproot your family, be in that kind of heat and that kind of stress. And also the other part of directing your children and having to navigate that. Your, his wife is a tremendous writer and also a great asset. And as a family that they're like, we're gonna take this adventure and we're gonna go on this yeah. adventure is no small thing either. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so, so the girls are my daughters. 
Um, and, and while I wrote the script, stealing a lot of the best things they said and put, you know, putting it into the <laughs> script, it, it not occurred to me to cast them. Um, they, you know, although they, you know, grew up, you know, for a while, at least in, in Los Angeles, they were not showbiz kids. They had never been on an audition, much less in a movie. Um, and I, I didn't think that I wanted that. Um, I, I, I went through a whole casting process, you know, looking for the girl. We found great boys, um, uh, Gray and Gavin, uh, to, to play the Talbot boys. Um, but I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't quite feeling uh, the the child actors that I was seeing. There was something a little too polished, a little too ready to be, give the people what they want, kind of just like an idea about what a child is supposed to be rather than just what a child is. And um, mm. so at a, at a certain point, I just put them on tape and and I just sent it to a few trusted people who I knew would tell me if my kids couldn't act. Um, it was you know, just in case. I mean, I think I, I think I have the, the objective ability, um, and I think my kids would actually tell you that I tell them when something doesn't work. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, that joke wasn't funny. You know what you could have done to make that joke better? You could have said it this way. Um, but I thought they were great. They were so authentic. They just had. They just. They just had it, and they inhabited those roles in a very genuine way. And like weirdly, they 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 look like they could be the children of, of the, you know, these two actors, which was great because I really, um, I just like families to, to, to be plausible, you know, and just, you know, uh, just, and the whole thing feels so lived in. Um, mm -hmm. But what it did do is it meant since my kids were gonna be there, it meant, you know, my wife could be there as well. And, and it became a family adventure for us all over again. You know, we had lived a family adventure that inspired this, this story mm. and then it became another family adventure uh that was new to all of them and that none of them had ever been on set with me watching me work you know it was always something that i flew off to do and then i came back and and they would hear about it and and um it just made it so much better and uh created such a family atmosphere and there you know, was a lot that was really challenging about being out there for everybody um and and that I think helped provide some some glue, and we were uh, you know really a wonderful team. I mean, mm. just to put it in context, we were three hundred miles from El Paso, which was the oh, New York wow. City. Um, when, so yeah, the closest we were car was two hours away, which like at one point we had a couple of times we had to utilize. Which you're like, okay, yeah. for an hour forty five. Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of like tumultuous circumstances, I mean, Jason, that like. I don't, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but like you have a scene where I was like, okay, you're on the cliff. We're going to leave it there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. But um, that was such a vulnerable moment and mm. you played it in a very untraditional, in a, in a very untraditional way. Um, what were you channeling in that that moment? Because you know, scenes like that can just be very tricky. They can either take the audience, they can either pull the audience in, or they can completely pull you out, and you're just like, okay, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, what's going mm -hmm. on? Um, can you tell me a little bit about um, like what you were channeling in that moment to make it so authentic? I mean, I guess like you know, I have lived this life, <laughs> I've, I've endured this life, and I have 
had my own moments, not in the same situation that he's in, but like questioned about staying on this planet. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was, uh, and there was something I, you know, there was a, again, I, I want to mention our, our DP, Paul Atkins, who's amazing, because there's a thing that can happen with an actor. You know, Virginia and I come from the theater and now are really lucky that we have fruitful careers on screen, big and small. But um, there's a thing that can happen when you're on stage, when you're acting, where you're in an energetic connection with the audience, certainly your fellow actors, but also with the audience. And when that can happen on film set, it's a really unique gift, certainly with a director and also with your camera operators. And in this instance, Paul, our DP, was also operating the camera for that scene. Mm -hmm. And um, you just get into a groove. And so I knew where I was hoping to go and I knew the circumstances. And I also, you also, at some point, it's like you do all this preparation and then you just have to give it up. Yes. <laughs> you just gotta give it up. And then in addition to be standing out there that high in the middle of this nature, which also, you know, on a really pragmatic level, to get to film this kind of scene is all I've ever wanted to do in my life. What I mean is to be out in nature in that way, having a very private moment where I get to go someplace and then to be lucky to be in the hands of Paul and just like the nature of how he was filming and just feeling his energy, I don't know, it adds a buffer or it adds a conduit, an additional conduit to then go someplace um, deeper. I told somebody, you know, when I, I went to grad school at NYU, uh, Brett, and, um, shout out NYU, yeah, yes, and paid it off after first season of Ozark, everybody. So, um, <laughs> like, let's be real. So, anyway, um, you know, um, oh God, I forgot my, I forgot my train of thought. Being in the middle it. of nature. <laughs> oh, just like you think. Oh, oh, I know what it was. When I was in school there, you know, eating that around the corner on what's that street there where you could get a slice of pizza and a small Coke two for two fifty. When I was oh, in uh, two bros, two bros pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you would survive. Anyway, so <laughs> I would go when Barnes and Noble was where the gym is now. There was a Barnes and Noble across from the thing, and I would and I would go and I would read um, Emma Thompson's diary about when she made Sense and Sensibility, mm -hmm. and. You know, all I ever wanted was to be in like a Merchant Ivory film in the countryside, <laughs> where like you're filming it in the outfits and the hair, and then you go home to your little hotel or Airbnb and with the cast and the crew, and you drink and laugh and tell dirty jokes and stuff. So this was sort of like the American version of that. Like you're just like a company. I, I think we gave you more. I think we gave you more of a Werner Herzog experience than a Merchant <laughs> Ivory experience. <laughs> so there we were. This band having a yeah, there we were with our snakes and cactuses and tarantulas. Like I had a scorpion in my bed. I had a tarantula on my. See what I'm saying? <laughs> there, it's like you they were whole characters. They were whole entire characters. <laughs> Where we lived, we lived in this ranch that there were like these little buildings that would have four units uh, per per little building. So it was like Dave was in one, Erica, Virginia, and myself. So we all. We're on this one physical small building and the walls were thin. So we had like <laughs> no. developed codes to each other, like knocking through the wall or like, hearing David snoring or whatever like that. But I love that. It's like camp. 
but um, <laughs> it's like camp. But we are approaching the end of our podcast, guys. And I know that this won't be the last time that I will see you here on Too Legit to QT. Where can everybody, um, when is the film coming out? I know that it's going to be premiering um, in a festival. Um, where, where can people yeah. see the movie and whatnot? Yeah, so the um, the world premiere is, is uh, tomorrow night. Um, at the Austin Film Festival and another screening after that on Tuesday night. Uh, and there is a virtual uh, virtual screening as well um, through the Austin Film Festival, which I guess anybody you know around the country could watch. Um, and then it'll be going to the Hawaii International Film Festival after that, um, where it has been nominated for, for Best Feature, which is fantastic. And we're really excited about that. Um, and I believe they have a virtual component as well. Um, I don't know the I, off the top of my head window of actual days that it's available to be screened virtually, um, but I'm sure the respective websites would say. And then from there, um, we'll, we'll see. see. You know, we're still we're still discovering the the journey that this movie is going to take uh, to its yeah. audience. But but I'm pretty sure that audience is out there. I'm excited. And where can people follow you all on social media? Um, we are right. the movie is um, at the Big Bend movie and that's the facebook handle and the instagram handle as well Wonderful. I'm, just, I'm just on butler harner and virginia is smart as f and she's not on any of it ah, good for you no social media presence whatsoever i'm so shy and uninteresting and i know it's the new you are just not you are, happy i can't figure you are out. right you are ahead of your time well, that's okay. We will look out for your next project. Follow these lovely human beings on social media. Follow the film, The Big Bend. Watch it if you have a chance. And thank you so much for allowing me to chat with you. I know that we just like got cut too short, but that's okay. You're coming Thanks, back Boya. next time. All right. Thanks, Boya. <laughs> Pleasure. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. -bye. Bye.